0: Tonight's episode is brought to you by Click Gaming, a freelance esports tournament company based out of Oklahoma. If you're located in the U.S. and need esports services, this is the ultimate gaming company for you. Contact Johnny Weaver at IcyChiller at att.net. That's I-C-Y-C-H-I-L-L-E-R. On this episode of the Delirious Dads Gaming Podcast.
1: I want it, and I want it now. We talk
2: unusual advent calendars. Hey guys, I think
0: I'm going Japanese. I think I'm going Japanese. I really think so. I really think so. (laughs) oh <laughs> And now... Gaming Podcast. And it's time, guys, for the Delirious Dads Gaming Podcast, episode 93. We're in December, Ryan, Hunter, and guys, we are pumped. We are so ready for this month. You know, uh, we got our bellies full from Thanksgiving, we're all fat and sassy. Uh, even Ryan, he found him a meal, you know, went out there mm-hmm. and killed a rat and cooked it.
1: Uh, yeah, I did. Wow. Yeah.
2: <laughs> it was but on a roof or what?
1: Yes. Yeah. it was in a gutter trapped. It was almost dead, drowning was, from the stuck in the drain.
2: Most oh. of the food you have to find right now is probably on the roof. Rooftop. Right.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah. You, know,
0: you got to save money on that hotel bill. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So for episode 93, we're talking about free games of the month. In gaming mm. news, you know. Um, Heck yeah. Now, there is one thing in particular I did not cover in the gaming news, and I'm pretty sure Hunter didn't either. But if you're looking for an Xbox Series X or a PlayStation 5, you better be on your toes. Because them suckers are few and far between.
1: Or, or just have extra money and throw it, you know, pay double. No big deal.
0: Yeah. Yeah, why not? Yeah. I do know right. a couple guys uh, that we played Call of Duty with um josh and will they both camped out i believe josh camped out for 15 hours and got him an xbox
1: yeah i did see some people did the uh, black friday and they did they did put their grips on one i kind of uh-huh. thought like i thought everybody was sold out so they must have held back on some just for the black friday sale yeah
0: yeah yeah which i guess is just to build that hype i don't know for a store you're gonna make or money did they, anyway did-
1: did they discount them at all on Black Friday? Like, it seems too early for that to be discounted at all.
0: No, I think it was more like, "Hey, if you want it, we're gonna put some out oh, okay. at our store." I guess, yeah, I guess they're hoping maybe people will buy like controllers and accessories and stuff while they're in there. Right, maybe. right, right. I
2: mean, if you're getting it for five hundred dollars right now, you are getting it discounted, basically. Yeah, it's well, true. Yeah. Those yeah. yeah. so, people are selling for thousand dollars right now. Uh,
1: uh, come so, in here and pay full price. It's such a good deal. Mm-hmm. I just
0: cannot believe I didn't pre-order one of them. I just wasn't thinking. I kept thinking, oh, I don't, I'm don't. i not ready to play one yet, and I didn't think, Clint, just order two, and you'll hey, be fine.
2: I bet if you get into January, halfway into January, you'll be able to find one somewhere.
0: Yeah, but now it's too late. No, no, the whole die. point,
1: Clint's, Clint's right. We should have been smart. We're Delirious Dad Gamers. We run a podcast about gaming. We should have been smart. We should have each bought two of each and mm-hmm. then just sold the second one for double. And we would all had consoles for free. That's what oh, yeah. should have happened. We didn't do it. We dropped the ball, and now our fans are going to have to buy us consoles. I mean, <laughs> sorry guys, <laughs> it's just the way things go.
0: Yeah. Anybody who's rich out there, uh, feel free mm-hmm. to donate to the Clinton, Ryan, and Hunter fund because mm-hmm. we some broke yeah, boys. we need
2: on. we need all the consoles if we're going to be playing games for you guys. You know? That's
1: right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, how can we be true game reviewers without testing it on every console with 4K? TVs that are OLED that we need. Yeah.
0: yeah. Ronnie in the chat definitely says no discounts on cyber Monday either. So yeah. you're, screwed uh, yeah. it, you're screwed when it comes to the consoles. I right? can tell
1: you right now, the TVs are cheap though, guys. My wife is on me about buying a TV. There's TV like Walmart has a 65 inch QLED Samsung. That is uh 4k, right? It's HDR 120 frame refresh rate. It's 500 bucks. Nice. That's, I mean, that's freaking steel, you know.
0: Yeah, that is a steel. They had some sweet PCs up at the Best Buy. Uh, oh, really? For sale. I mean, you know, for a good price for what you're getting. Right. At. Right. Yeah. So it's it's fun time, Christmas time. Parents out there, don't stress too hard. You know, you don't have to break the bank if you can get them something nice. Give them something nice, but it's about the memories and about the good mm-hmm. times. You know. That's mm-hmm. right. And uh, if your kid wants a, a console right now, I'd say you better let them know that Santa's having a rough year this year. You know, just <laughs> go ahead and get them prepared,
2: because I don't think you're going to get lucky.
1: You might. Or you should have pre-ordered and not sucked as a parent. That's all. I come
2: did on. see an article that says that PlayStation is planning to try to restock some mid-December.
1: They better. I mean, if they want to make so, as much money as they can, um, that's where might, the money's going to come from.
2: You might check your sites and keep refreshing them, because maybe you'll get lucky.
0: Yeah, it's been few and no. far between, though. All right. Yeah. Are you ready for some news, boys? Been not, ready. not the boys. not the band newsboys, but, like,
1: uh, news. I actually love the newsboys. I've been listening to them and Audio Adrenaline lately. Getting a little throwback. You know what I mean? Love both of those guys. Even a little Reliant K. In my khaki pants. Nothing better. Oh, oh, oh. You know that's what I'm talking about. about. Yeah.
2: Sadie Hawkins dance.
1: Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, I knew you knew, cuz.
2: This is going yeah. off the rails. There's okay.
0: Better. No, we're good. Hit the news. Let's do it. News, dudes. Leaks, leaks for Geeks. Leaks. All right, guys. It's time for the leaks for the geeks, the news for the dad dudes. Dads. Dad dudes. Mm-hmm. See what I did there? All right. The, is the
1: dad dudes. I get what you're saying.
0: Yeah. The dad
1: dudes. If you say dad dudes, then people might think you're talking about, like, Dookie, the dads are releasing. You know, we don't want to get into that. Yeah. We're not even going to talk about my it.
0: Kid, hey, my kid was going around telling each family how dad farts everywhere in the house, basically. It was a good time.
1: Yeah. Why wouldn't I mean, Yeah. It's normal. It's natural.
0: Mm-hmm. She thought it was a real comedy special there. hmm But that's not what we're here for. We're here for news. And, um, well, let's start with... Cyberpunk 27-7, yeah. guys. Yeah, let's hear about it. Oh, uh, yeah. Cyber, Cyberpunk 27-7 developer CD Projekt has let a few details slip on the game's multiplayer component. Uh, they say here, quote, So first, we don't call it modes, said CD Projekt CEO Adam Kaczynski, speaking in an investor call this past week referencing... Cyberpunk twenty seven sevens multiplayer. I guess we can't call it mode because he just said. I hope
1: they don't call it modes because that means it's more of a natural free flow in and out of an open world. It's not a mode. It's just an availability. That's what I'm talking
0: about. Well, he says right here. in quotes. It's a separate, dedicated production. A big production. We think about it as a standalone product.
1: So I don't like it. I already don't like it. That's not what I meant at all.
2: Yeah, I know, I know what you're talking
0: about. Yeah. yeah, we know what you were talking about, but that's not what they're talking about. They're talking
1: so for... Specifically, you know, he's talking about a mode.
0: Warzone. That's what I think. Yeah, I get it. Maybe. I get
1: it. Like, it's its own thing. I get it, yeah. He's saying it's not a mode. It's its own thing.
0: Yeah. It's still a mode, though, Kaczynski.
1: So Kaczynski
0: yeah. says, uh, he went on to say... That although the team at CD project has been working on multiplayer mode, they've held off on revealing any news uh, about it. So focus, blah, blah, blah. Oh, here we go. Yeah, it's not going to focus on the main game. And so that's going to launch in two weeks. We've already looked at the gameplay trailer. I've seen some other stuff that looks better than what we looked, thankfully. So I'm hoping it's the game itself is polished like that.
1: Better than what we looked at. Better than what we looked. Doesn't even make sense. So
0: Better than what we looked at. Did I just, okay, just skip and say looked? Yeah.
1: <laughs> okay. Better than what we looked. <laughs> uh, I
0: think I got my uh, words mixed up there. It's
1: all right. So you.
0: it's expected that Cyberpunk 2077's multiplayer component will launch after 2021. Going by previous comments from CD Projekt Leadership, Earlier this year, the studio leadership warned players not to expect the game's multiplayer uh, release until uh, at least the next year. And
1: uh, it's still a massive
0: undertaking within CD Projekt.
1: Um, so they are they are trying to make it. I'm telling you, they're trying to make it like Grand Theft Auto. They're trying to make it a big thing. So then that's why they're saying it's not a mode. It's a whole separate thing. The online is a whole separate thing from the regular. I get what they're doing. I'm telling you.
0: Yeah, Man, but, you, but but you don't like that. You just said you don't like that.
1: No, if they're if they're well the problem is uh I get what they're saying because with Grand Theft Auto you had Grand Theft Auto and then you had Grand Theft Auto online, mm-hmm. right? That's kind of what they're saying. Um that it's going to be its own separate project. Don't expect it to be just a mode within this one. Mm-hmm. That's different. I'm okay with that if they're go if they're going all out like that. I thought well, he meant like oh, we're just making a whole kind of like little separate thing. Oh. Um but I, I, I do like that we can drop in and out freely like Grand Theft Auto Online. That's that's what I meant. I wanted. Yeah.
0: Yeah. They may be going that route. This probably is what they're doing. Um, But it does say here, too, you're not going to get it till after the main game's DLC, which is slided somewhere in, in that in-between zone. So, you know, well, they
1: just say. Said next year, which I guess it could just be in January. But my vibe is he's saying it's going to be a while. It sucks. Yeah.
0: Uh, the game itself is going to launch December 10th, guys, and it's going to be available on day one for PC, PS4, and Xbox One and will be available on the PS5, Xbox Series X, and that little tiny Xbox Series S via backwards compatibility. Mm-hmm. So there you go. Well,
1: anticipating that this is going to be a huge launch. It's going to be totally huge. It's going to be big. Everybody's excited about launch. it. It's the best launch it's ever launched.
2: For Change forever. video games forever. <laughs> uh,
0: I want this game to succeed. There's a lot in it that I like.
1: I do too. As I do. Style, that the that style. last video we um, watched uh, sucked, though. I mean, I just really hurt my feelings.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I wasn't impressed. But I, like I said, I've seen some other things that shed some light on. Maybe it's going to be better. So I don't know. We'll see. I bet There's when they cool.
1: released that video, everybody who reviewed it said, wow. That's a turd that's not even been polished. And when they heard that, they were like, "Oh crap, we got to kick some things into gear." Well, yeah, not no every way.
0: not everybody did because there's going to be some people that their hopes are so high that they don't want to they don't they want it not to succeed. To right? right. I mean, it's like mm-hmm. when I used to play original WoW and be like, "Well, these graphics aren't that bad," but they were yeah. pretty bad in their original infancy. Like, <laughs> even even for 2004 graphics in 2004, right? It was a you know, it was yeah. pretty, but it wasn't like cutting edge okay but that's all i've got on that one hunter
2: Alrighty. let me start off on my first one so dead by daylight a game that we've kind of jumped back into a little bit recently uh, Mm -hmm. when we have had time to game a little bit is actually having an advent calendar this year Mm. so dead by daylight's advent calendar is going to be handing out freebies all month Um, You can unlock daily uh, free Dead by Daylight currency and items uh, into early December. Uh, Dead by Daylight is running a promotion all December, handing out free currency and items to all players. The Advent Calendar 2020 event runs until January 3rd, and uh, if you log in every day until then, you'll have some bonuses, including some additions to the game's Ugly Sweater collection.
1: Okay, nice. Every
2: every day you'll get bonuses for logging in, while there are also weekly cosmetic bonuses that uh, can be claimed through codes. Um, Let's see here. Here here are the first week of treats. You'll have to wait to see uh, what the next four weeks have in store. And it says down here, the advent calendar has cosmetic codes December 1st through the 3rd, Uh, killer killer (laughs) stocking charms, um, and then the code for that is Naughty Stocking.
1: Okay. Uh,
2: December four through six is Zarina's Snap Snap Sweater, mm-hmm. uh, and the code for that is Snap Snap. Uh, the currencies for login is on December 1st, you can receive 10,000, that's today. By the way, if you're watching the podcast, you missed mm-hmm. that. Um, or listen to the podcast. December 1st is 10,000 blood points. December 2nd is um, a thousand uh, iridescence Id, shards. I don't know how to say that correctly.
0: Iridescent. It, I think it's iridescent. Iridescent.
2: Day. Iridescent shards. Thousand of those, and then on December third through the fifth, you get ten thousand blood points per day you log in on those days. Oh, um, cool. yeah.
0: Bring on the holiday spirit and some dead for day. Dead, dead for dead by daylight.
2: Somebody, like, Porky Pig. Damn, damn, That's all, folks. I can't talk tonight. After the holiday season is over, you'll be able to buy the items from the Ugly Sweater Collection through the in-game store too. The Advent Calendar announces notes that Dead by Daylight will focus on uh, event celebrations like, uh, or they're going to focus on event celebrations like this going forward, um, and thus uh, activations will look a bit different. From now on, we will still be celebrating winter, lunar, new year, etc., but we are taking new approaches to them to better define and focus our efforts on those larger ones. The post mm-hmm. reads, this means that you won't see special event gameplay, merchandises, or earnable cosmetics for these celebrations, but we'll continue to see um, activations such as login rewards, blood web items, and theme assets.
0: Hmm. Huh? nice 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 okay so i just had an idea okay mm-hmm. here we go we'll see if dead by daylight ever does it holiday themed killers okay so mm. for halloween halloween time you only get to play against and, and as the specific character for that holiday same thing uh, like so like for instance christmas okay you do like an evil santa slash krampus killer mm-hmm, that's mm-hmm. going after people right and then halloween yeah. you do your own thing and you know. how
1: long how long are you going to run that that can only be like 2 3 days right
0: no you just I mean, do it for the whole 2 weeks you
1: know 2 weeks one guy one one killer no 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 done. no Back
0: no you, it's like a mode like you opt in to play oh, that mode
1: okay oh, okay yeah 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 people yeah. would play that
0: yeah christmas mode or whatever
1: mm-hmm. you know? mm-hmm. i don't know i, I think know. they it's could different. even put they could even put the characters with some kind of a christmasy vibe all of them in my yeah. opinion i like not like goofy christmas but you know they could obviously make it clear that there's something Christmassy about you know what's going on. You know,
0: see, like I, I like know. I like I like what Overwatch did with their stuff. You know, like Halloween they had the whole uh, Doctor Frankenstein robots zombies coming after you and you play that mode. Right, that's its own mode. Right, and right. Cr- Christmas time they do a a May snowball event where everybody plays as May and you have a little snowball and you try to it's a snowball. Yeah, fight. you get hit once. Yeah, in yeah, day. yeah. special okay. modes. Yeah, and then they had like a hunt the yeti. You gotta go find the yeti, and you know. mm-hmm. anyway, cool stuff like that. I wish more games would. uh,
1: I mean, you know. in Halloween, just because it's horror time, they could have a mode where there's like two or three killers. Okay. Could you imagine that? That'd, That'd be, be intense. intense. Yes. Yeah. Or they just maybe they bump it both up. You got you know maybe there's six survivors. Six, yeah, six survivors and two killers. Ooh, mm, it'd be dicey. Yeah, it'd be fun. I would be for sure.
0: But you know, there'd be the hardcore purists out there. This isn't dead by Doyla. That was bull crap, dude. I'm going to kill you. I'm going to send a death threat. I'm killing you. (laughs) Come on. Get off your keyboard.
1: Yeah, get it off. That's what she said.
2: Mm. (laughs) Man. Hey, I got this earlier, so I'm going to give
1: you this, too. Yeah, go for it. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Build. You don't cut it off right there. Don't go any further. Yeah. (laughs)
0: Oh, man, I don't that's know what's it. wrong with uh, these. Do so you want to
2: switch back to yours? You want me to do my
0: second one? Yeah, oh, we'll just keep on going. Keep on keeping on. You know what I'm saying? I've only got four of those, so. Uh, here we go. Fallout 76 has uh, debuted its new launch trailer for the Steel Dawn expansion that's out right now for Fallout 76 on all your platforms, even the good old PC. Mm-hmm. It does say here uh, that there's going to be brand new quests to undertake, items to uncover, and characters to interact with in the Steel Dawn expansion. That is the most vague description ever.
1: Um, <laughs> <laughs> I was just thinking the same thing. <laughs> like, uh, great <laughs> info.
0: Good old Games Radar here bringing the, the heat. Um, it does say that there's uh, even a ruined vault that you can reclaim for yourself. Building your character, his very own, his or her very own, Home away from home, so that's it. We're gonna watch that's the fun. trailer, just kind of see what we think of it. Uh, the Brotherhood of Steel, all that stuff, has the Steel Dawn, of course. The whole story of this has been in other iterations of the game Fallout Three. It's also been in Fallout Four. Um, so I, this is just kind of expanding that that story and that universe in this in this area. Um, and the game so is what? free.
1: We're about to play this together, right? The whole game's free?
0: It just says that the expansion itself is free.
1: Okay, I'm with you now. Okay.
0: Yeah. So they did say that this, this expansion actually went live for players earlier in the week. It says through a glitch that Bethesda, uh, in Bethesda's system, which made the expansion available a week before. So, uh, anywho. And
1: that reminds me, on a separate subject, before we start this video, if you guys are listening, because I'll forget... Um, I've seen a lot of people on different threads on different groups that were on on Facebook talking about which game should they get? Um, should they get Assassin's Creed uh, Valhalla or, uh, Watchdogs, the new one, Watchdogs Legion. Right. Mm-hmm. And, uh, a couple guys had a real good point on there and they said, you need to sign up for that. That's Ubisoft, isn't it? Yeah.
2: Bro. How yeah. old is, how old is, is your
1: And they were saying, they were saying basically that, uh, if you sign up for their monthly deal, you get them both, and it's a lot less expensive. And mm-hmm. so with those two big games being out right now, it's worth it if you just want to play those two. Okay. Steel Dawn. Let's see this okay. thing.
0: All right, let's do it. There's me. I'm not used to the lasers. I guess that yeah, is going to fall out. a Fallout thing, though
2: to help the brotherhood of steel and the people of Appalachia. Calden Rahmani new, world. She looked like I death every intention of forging a new future. But
0: this is not the way.
2: It took so much to get
0: here. scribe we Valdez. Now that we finally made it. So I I I take it this is probably the new like quest hubs the, the new peeps that you're interested
2: in.
1: Whoa, that one on the left. She looks rough. I'm oh, guessing man. it's cheap.
0: Yeah, she looks real rough. You've been gaming hard.
1: She's like she a Yugoslavian, she-male. No offense.
0: I don't know. What do you guys think, graphic-wise? look good? Looks good. Yeah, it looks good.
2: I don't know.
0: I don't know what I think about this game.
1: Well, it's because you've you know, never been a huge Fallout player. I've always been on the fence, too. Certain, certain stuff I like about it, certain stuff I don't.
0: I do like the dragon aspect of it.
2: Yeah, that's a little different.
0: Yeah, that's different for that kind of game. But then I'm like, eh, you just stole the models from Skyrim and dressed them up in your Fallout gear. (laughs) Yeah, Hunter, what you got, dog?
2: Well, my next article I'm pretty excited about because I'm ready to hear your guys' opinion on this. No, you're not.
1: You're not excited. (laughs) I am. I'm
2: pumped. So, this one is about GTA. Okay? Okay. And we all had the discussion about GTA V, like...
1: Wow, are why am they gonna get,
2: come out with anything new uh, yeah it's like, mm-hmm. been ten years and now we're just getting you know an updated version for the new consoles mm-hmm. um, well there was a little hint dropped in GTA five just recently and Ooh. online the fan base is going crazy mm. so let me read this to you and just see what you guys think about this okay um, Fans believe they found a clue in GT online that could tell us of an upcoming game. Um, in a dirt road that kind of looks like Roman numeral um, or it's the dirt it's a dirt road that looks like Roman numerals. So in in the doldrums of Grand Theft auto hype uh, cycle, um, that alone is enough to get excited about. Here are the basics. Rockstar released a uh, typically cryptic teaser for its next batch of GTA online content in it. The ever exclusive company revealed that the upcoming expansion will add a new landmass to the existing Los Santos map. Okay. Mm-hmm. nothing okay. New. We knew that they were going to add something new, mm-hmm. possibly in the form of some offshore Island during that trailer. That teaser trailer, though, the coordinates 38.527 and negative 79.6129 briefly appeared on screen. If you dump those numbers into Google Docs, you'll see the Middle Mountain Trail right on the uh, shaggy border between Virginia and West Virginia. If you zoom out and take it uh, it all in, there's a hairpin turn that, when viewed at the precise angle, seems to form a V, and then curves into a road that resembles an I. Mm. The I, together, is the Roman numeral for six.
0: Uh-huh.
2: Grand Theft Auto is a series filled to the brim with uh, innumerable Easter eggs, conspiracies, and urban legends. But this, a potential GTA six announcement confirmed through uh, literal geography, seems like a most, uh seems like the most brazen by far. Hmm. Before we dive into all that, we need to cover some caveats. 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 Cave- caveats. 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 <laughs> uh, well, uh, would Rockstar want something as massive as Grand Theft Auto six um, through an uh, scavenger hunt? deployed by a trailer of a seven-year-old game. It's extremely unlikely that the Cosmopolitan franchise is headed to Argian Appalachia. Anyway, uh, so why would the company choose a random Virginia township to drop a hint? Is this just a gigantic coincidence? Were those coordinates added at a complete random by some video editor at some point? Um, and then it just goes on to say that basically the the hopeful GTA fandom based on um, different sources like Reddit are going on and on about this. Um, and basically saying it could be intentional, it could be unintentional. I mean, GTA, nah, GTA, nah, nah, nah. GTA nah. has had a, um, a very big history of both, of putting very intricate things in their games to where you get to the bottom of it, it means nothing.
1: Mm-hmm. So... Yeah. But that's still not unintentional. That's intentionally a trick, right? Yeah. There's a maybe,
2: maybe it is intentional as Rockstar rarely does things by accident
1: mm-hmm. and
2: it means precisely nothing. Or maybe it is intentional um, or that's what I just said. And maybe it is intentional and Rockstar is, you know, they don't, like you just said, Ryan, they don't do, they don't put things in there on purpose if they don't, even if we haven't found out what it means yet. Right. In their games, usually there's something at the end of that trail.
1: Well, there are things that are insignificant that they put rabbit trails to that are just fun for people to explore on purpose because they're playing with their fan base, which is fine. They could be doing that to people. But, you know, to do a Roman numeral six when you know that's how they label their games, that's a little much. And number two, there's no way they're going to put coordinates in with a game that's that big and that big of a release and that big of a following and that big of a conspiracy-type following Mm -hmm. that they're going to look at that and go... Hey, why do we pick those coordinates? The lead mm-hmm. guys are gonna go, why do we put those coordinates on there? It's either gotta be some kind of reason that's not that important or something that's yeah. really important, but it's not gonna be an accidental, oh we just pick random coordinates. No way, No,
0: yeah, it's definitely uh they're definitely picking and playing with their fan base.
1: Yeah, they know so that we that. they know it's we're the-
0: hungry for that GTA six, so baby. Great. It
2: says maybe yeah. Rockstar just wanted to mess with its fans, but none of that matters without concrete facts to rely on. Grand Theft Auto diehards have learned to work with scraps, and on its subreddit, um, they have been piecing together the puzzles for days. The V-I is too obvious, um, as the V is distinctly different from the very straight I, writes one user. Upon a glance, that definitely says six in Roman numerals. It's too cheeky to be a coincidence. They're Mm -hmm. not going to spoon-feed us. I would say this was the first sign of six. It's not a coincidence at all, adds another. The the discussion goes on and on. One thread on the subreddit is already extrolling the virtues of a potential rural Virginian setting for a hollowed (laughs) franchise that has thus far focused on some of the most iconic, densely populated cities in America. The southern portions of the hypothetical GTA map can have a Louisiana vibe, explains the author, who says he'd prefer this. Uh, hypothetical Ozarkian Grand Theft Auto to be a prequel to the GTA San Andreas and follow the adventures of CJ's father. Uh, there can be a mission to take on uh, a train from Motor City to Vice City and you defend it from the Dukes of Hazard KKK types. <laughs> oh yeah, and there will be Nixon. You gotta have you gotta meet Nixon and do special jobs for him. They add. Um, elsewhere, you can find GTA uh, lifers spamming the lyrics from John Denver's West Virginia classic, "Take Me Home, Country Roads."
1: Now, uh, see, this is this is where I think people reach. Just because those G- G- GPS coordinates brought you to Virginia, right? Mm-hmm. Is that what we're saying? Doesn't mean they're saying the game's going to be set in a setting like that location. Right. It could just be for that Roman numeral road and have nothing to do with the location at all. And that's that's a real nugget. It could easily be,
2: hey, that that they found that was a VI, you know. It Mm -hmm. could easily
0: be this. Simple, very simple. Let's tease GTA 6 and give people an idea of what this new island's going to be. It could be one and the same. So you do the the Roman numeral 6 to tease Mm -hmm. GTA, and hey, this new island's going to be rural. This kind of terrain. Yeah, Yeah, that's true. Rural, uh, Virginia-type area mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um now the question the bigger question is uh do they wipe out because you get kind of this weird delicate balance do they wipe out the entire gta online um community uh, and when i say wipe it out i'm saying do you wipe out lost do
1: you Sanchez restart you what you're saying? and yeah.
0: restart whenever people have put thousands of dollars into this game in the mm-hmm. gta online okay mm-hmm. or do they just go ahead and just update their engines, right? And then just expand the map, update all the graphics, right? Because online... Well, it's
1: kind of like the Warzone question, right? So maybe they come out with Grand Theft Auto 6 and then they expand Grand Theft Auto Online.
2: Right. Or right. you can take a ferry over to the new map or something. Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, because, because GTA Online could technically, if it runs the same game engine as GTA 5, if GTA 6 runs the same engine as GTA 5, but has better graphics and and all this, right? Mm -hmm. They very well could just say, okay, when you get GTA 6, here's the graphics update, and if you're on GTA Online, you already get the graphics update. Right. Or whatever, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. Because they're trapped in a place where this is a whole new world, right? Playing these kind of games, just like Warzone, Mm -hmm. just like... And so, yeah, what do we do? Do we just make another one? No. I, I think that would be weird. I agree. There are people that are very, very deeply vested in Grand Theft Auto Online.
0: Right.
2: I spent yeah, but seven point, years on my character. Money on your character, it's going to get old.
0: Yeah, but yeah. has has Warcraft gotten old? Has uh, no, but you Elder keep Scrolls expanding. Online
2: gotten old? How much have they expanded on GTA in seven years? They've added Casino.
1: Yeah, they haven't added a whole lot. That's what I'm saying. If they yeah. added a whole other version can- but still within it so you can take your character yeah. there and expand some more, right. I think that would work. I think... Um,
2: World of Warcraft has done a good job of keeping the same game and keeping people invested in that one character, but they've also expanded their world, and they continue to. Regularly, yeah,
1: regularly.
0: And I I think Ryan's right. I mean, this is the first time outside of Warcraft, um, this is the first time we're seeing other games go past, you know, like GTA's case, what, seven-year mark? You're going past these these limits of what games used to be um, viable.
1: Yeah, and you got to remember that World of, uh, World of Warcraft was established as that kind of game.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know what I mean? It came out of Warcraft, but when it came out, that was its goal. To where uh, Grand Theft Auto Online was kind of like, hey we're going to make this big change to the Grand Theft Auto game that everybody loves. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It wasn't like, hey, this is what we're doing. This is what this game is about. It was a new era to that game. And so what do they do with that next? I don't know. They're probably saying the same thing for the last seven years. (laughs) What's the right move? How do we do this? We don't want to lose this momentum and this following. I
0: I think they knew that, hey, we want this to be a living online city. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, it's just taken, taken them a while to do some of these big updates right that really feel mm-hmm. like it shakes the the game itself um but i just i just see the next logical step if they can do it would be to just zoom out and let's mm-hmm. let's go to vice city let's go to liberty city mm-hmm. and maybe even add a new city yeah um, to these online worlds and then then your airports have meaning and you yeah know, then you mm-hmm. can kind of keep you can keep your character being relevant
2: right right um so the fan base goes a little bit further in this and then we'll be done with it. But I just wanted to read it all on the subreddit. But um, one of the, uh, it says, enterprising grifters even claimed to have cracked the code. He wrote exclusively about how under analysis, these coordinates can actually point to a town in Colombia where Pablo Escobar thrived in the 70s and 80s. Hmm the administrator of the subreddit quickly sl- swept into uh, to correct that record. Um, the poster was using a, a doctored screenshot equipped with coordinates that uh, pointed to their ideal setting for the future Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> uh, like weaponized wishful thinking, after mm-hmm. pointing out the flaw, the OP said they uh, were dyslexic. Mm-hmm. Um, so you go on, you know. And it says the studio could be trolling us. The fan base analysis everything. It's not hard for them to sneak those coordinates into a trailer and assure that they'll be found because, like we said, there's thousands and thousands upon thousands upon thousands of people that play this game, mm-hmm. and they're always digging into the lore of what it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, um, let's see. It goes on.
0: Does GTA on. Does GTA Six keep the story mode?
2: Yeah, I think you have to. I think if you go do you, into... Do a six, you have to? Well, no, you don't absolutely have to, obviously, but I think that, for me, I think that that's a big part of Grand Theft Auto, and I, I, think, that, I think that I think that is going to set up the richness and the atmosphere for your online gameplay if you add a new map. Yeah, you, you need both. If you just add yeah. a new map and you don't have any... Because a lot of the, the part of the story mode and the storytelling is exploring the map for you, too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so I think that um, the storytelling helps you get comfortable with uh, the surrounding area of Los Santos, and then you figure out where everything's at, how to use shops, how to use this, that, and I mean, you could figure it out on your own in online, obviously, but I just think that it's just it's been a part of me thought of all these years. Um, or and the stories have always been good, If you did a really good job of incorporating the story mode
1: into your online play. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: That's that's what I was. You can get away thinking.
1: with that too. Oh yeah, so you're talking about maybe not separate. That's what you mean.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, no, they they, yeah. they did
0: they did this weird thing, you know, with the last one, which was hey, you're three different characters. That had not been done. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't really know what they were getting at there, um, other than to test having you know, kind of setting up that whole online feeling. Right. Mm-hmm. There's others. There's other criminals in this city making things happen.
1: Mm-hmm. I don't know well, I, think that'd be, I think that'd be sweet if if um, you did something like that was more online and in your story somehow it was connected to other actual online people mm-hmm. who are playing out the other side of the story at the same time that would be interesting
2: yeah. well, well, I, how- I think mon- I thought
1: do something like that
2: yeah it says one of the moderators of all these subreddits believed uh, or the, they came out and said they don't they're not sure what to believe about the apparent easter egg um at first they believed that the dusty backwoods of a rural, uh, rural mid atlantic was far too um far too out there to serve as a home for an official gta 6 teaser mm. um it was too random too small too weird but after thinking about it some more the mod remembered that they were dealing with Rockstar, historically one of the most unpredictable studios in the industry. <clears throat> um, another frequent poster is a skeptic. He stared at the V.I. long and hard and hasn't been able to see what everyone else is seeing. He said it looks more like an N or a Z. Um, I disagree with him. I think you can obviously tell there's a V and an I there. Uh, um, but, yeah, you know, you're going back and forth. There's people on here that believe. Uh, yeah. It says all this avoids the most likely scenario that Rockstar just wanted to have a little fun, and the eventual announcement of the Grand Theft Auto will materialize in a much more conventional way. My guess is that that in the coming years, you will wake up, grab your phone, and find a 90-second announcement trailer already bouncing (laughs) through your timeline. All of the memories of the Middle Mountain Trail will fade into memory as the world gets the first glimpse of the game they've been waiting for. But Grand Theft Auto uh, Ze- zealots are uh, used to these wild goose chases. There is still a vibrant community dedicated to unraveling the mysteries that Grit Map Chile had in Grand Theft Auto V. Um, for that matter, we will ne- we will, or we never did find Bigfoot in San Andreas. And those land- legends and clues and gestures that <laughs> teeter between myth and reality mm-hmm. uh, are what hey. makes GTA franchise so. Um, different so standout we, we, from we did find
0: games. we did find hot coffee though he's yeah some, some things we did find
2: yeah and it says for as frustrating as this misdirection could be might be maybe will be the people on uh GTA uh five live for this stuff you know yeah. yeah they do
1: they love it oh yeah fake fake real big small it's just like eating it's that mm-hmm. mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
0: yeah no yep. well Whatever it is, I can't wait. I hope they announce something soon, just so Mm -hmm. we have something to look forward to. Yeah. Probably going to hop into GTA again around Christmas time, just because we had... Yeah, I had I had a blast last season. For
1: sure, yeah.
0: Why not do it again? I'm (laughs) in. Oh, man. Well, Hunter, thanks for that, dog.
2: No problem, man.
0: All right. So, uh, next, Doom Eternal. Guess what? It's coming to Nintendo Switch. And there's finally a release date. Uh, the per- the first person action game, which originally launched on the PC, Xbox One, and PS4. Oh, also I forgot little Google Stadia over there. Uh, mm-hmm. Who's also on that? <laughs> yeah, it's gonna forget. be it's gonna be making its way over to the Nintendo Switch on December 8th. Bethesda announced the the release date today, uh, with a brand new Doom Eternal Nintendo Switch gameplay trailer. It's also been confirmed by Bethesda that physical copies of the game will not be available at this time, only digital versions only right now.
1: Digital versions is what I like to
0: hear. Um, Along with the campaign, you'll also be able to play Doom Eternal's multiplayer battle mode, a a two-verse-one multiplayer experience that pits a Doom Slayer against two other players who control demons. But Bethesda, have, Bethesda have clarified that the release of Doom Eternal on Switch will only include the campaign of multiplayer and the Ancient Gods Part 1 DLC will reportedly arrive at a later date. Uh, Doom Eternal was recently announced to be coming to PS5 and Xbox Series X as a free upgrade for players who already own the game as well. So mm, nice. If you're a Doom Eternal fan, good news on all fronts.
1: There yes, go. it's going to be eternally better mm-hmm. with eternally more options.
0: Yeah. <laughs> How about the eternally great news, Hunter?
2: Oh, for me? My next story? Yeah. yeah. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I'm like, I don't even know if I want to do this anymore because the last one got me so pumped up. but. Um,
1: or just bring us a dud on this one, you know, bring it back down. Yeah, we'll yeah. Just
2: bring it down a level here. But... This next one is is just kind of some news on gaming itself. Um, and I think we have even talked about this, but we didn't have an article to back it up or anything. But um, amid COVID-19 lockdowns, time and money spent on games is increasing in the United States. Uh, the pandemic has driven a surge in sales and time spent on gaming in the U.S., according to the new report. During the mm-hmm. pandemic, people have turned to video games to pass the time, connect with friends, Just enjoy themselves. Um, New data from the NPD group has provided a new level of detail on just how popular gaming has become in recent months. In short, it's up across the board. The number of people in the U.S. who play video games has risen to 79%. Uh, Total time spent gaming jumped by 26%, -hmm. and the total amount of money spent on games has increased by 33%. That is huge. numbers. Mm -hmm. uh, Four out of Every five U.S. consumer has played a video game in the past six months. Four out of every five.
1: Well, I was just seeing a deal uh, on Facebook that was talking about this is the first time we've had um, so many, what was it, 35 to 55-year-olds gaming. It's like uh, eight times more 35 to 55-year-olds than we had 15 years ago. Mm-hmm. Because gaming had exploded, so that people from you know our generation a little ahead are just now there. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Right. And, and so it's new for us to see older adults, you know, even older than us, that are gaming and have their kids that are like seventeen that game and they gamed, and that's just a whole new thing. So it's a different kind of market.
2: Yeah. yeah. So this general trend of growth is reflected across platforms. But mobile is a special bright spot, the report said. Thanks to its nature uh, as an accessible platform, the popularity of console gaming has also increased. As families look for ways to play together, while others are seeking out consoles to play together with others online.
0: Mm-hmm. The
2: NPD report that uh, report also mentions that uh, demographics that are historically less interested in gaming, those 45, those 45 years of age or older, are on the rise. Those in, their, uh, mm-hmm. in the 45 to 54 age bracket saw an increase of 59% in terms of time spent gaming and a 76% increase on money spent on games. Dang. Mm. Uh, those in the 55 to 64 age bracket saw their time spent gaming rise 48%. 55 to 64, guys, age wow. uh, saw a rise in 48 and the money spent on games grow by a 73%. Um, those 65 and older experience an increase of 45% playing games and a 29% on spending. That's hmm. crazy. Man, that is. yeah. Um, this year, video games is one of the most consistent growth categories in terms of overall uh, participation and investment relative yep. to 2019. NPD's Matt uh, uh said in a statement, this may simply reflect an uh, acceleration of trends that were in effect prior to the pandemic, like Ryan was just saying. If this is the case, then the gaming market could experience continued growth without uh, a post-pandemic pullback. If not, however, we may see a post-pandemic valley before returning to growth. It all no, rests I, on engagement. I think I you might see what the, you're going to see. The,
1: the
0: only valley you see right now is people can't get their consoles.
1: No, you're going to see this. Like, if you guys are watching visually right now, you've got a line that's going like this, which is just let's say it's at, you know, 60% what, sixty percent or sixty degrees, right? Sixty uh-huh. degrees. Let's uh-huh. say uh, that sixty degrees is not going to ever become a valley. That right now, no way, not in the next twenty years. That is not going to go from going sixty percent to going a negative ten or negative anything, right? So it may go from a sixty, de- a 60 uh, degrees to forty-five. You get know what I'm saying? It may drop, fantasy. but it's still definitely going to be climbing. There's going to be no down. It's, it's going to be. It's going to be more like it.
0: your your strong stocks. It's
1: yeah, like and I, I think yeah. they've established uh, a, a whole new user base due to um, so many people using it. There's a lot of people right. that are gaming that didn't used to game. There's, I think, there's a lot of parents that have um, allowed their kids to game more than they used to and realized, hey, it's not necessarily a bad thing during this uh, downtime and no school and all this kind of stuff because kids are are using it for learning and, and for not, you know, being freaking bored when they're trapped inside, of course. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I, I I think you're going to have a new group of uh, people who didn't game much that are going to be more into gaming. So I think it's just going to expand it.
0: And I think we're going to continue to see investors mm -hmm. get into that market because, you know, they're like, this, this can survive Famine. And fatigue mm-hmm. and, and plague, you know. Mm-hmm.
2: We should have invested last year, guys. I know, right? Yeah, you got to have
1: money to invest, though. I didn't know if you knew that.
2: Seventy <laughs> percent jump in spending in all areas. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That is not. So that was my last nugget I had there. Clinton.
0: Okay, well that's good because now we're gonna talk about theme parks. I said earlier I think I'm going Japanese. Well, it's because I really think so. Now I really want to go to Japan.
2: Mm. I've always wanted to go to Japan. So
0: that's it. Yeah, it'll probably never happen in my lifetime, but we can dream. No. Unless Hunter wants no, to hey,
1: up. stop that right there. We're going to Japan. When do you want to go to Japan?
2: All three of us.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: And the, and we'll stop the, in within, Tokyo. Within the next 10 years. I want to be within to the, the
1: next 10 years, we'll be in Japan. Okay, guys? Right. Just that's so that's you guys good. know, we'll go, obviously, during a big gaming convention, too, and we'll cover it with... Well, the, I want
0: to go. I want to go to this show. theme park that we're going to talk about yeah, we'll do it all, yep. all right. so here it is, uh, Universal Studios, Japan has announced an opening date for its long-awaited Nintendo theme area. Uh, nice. Super Nintendo land Zone will open at the Osaka theme park on february fourth twenty twenty one last month, Nintendo said that the project would be open would be would open in spring, uh, a themed cafe, and merchandise store. Have already opened in the in the larger Universal Studio Japan park, which I believe Hunter has mentioned before on the podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, USJ and Nintendo um, have also provided details on what is sure to be one of the park's flagship attractions: a Mario Kart themed roller coaster. It's a it's housed inside a reconstructed Bowser's castle and makes use of uh, augmented reality. And projection mapping technology with riders donning um, AR headsets shaped like the uh, Mario
2: caps.
1: Wow. Okay, so for those are, for those of you who don't know what we're talking about, um, AR is augmented reality versus VR, which is virtual reality. Virtual reality means you're in a whole nother reality. Augmented reality means the reality you're in is augmented; it's re- yep. it's altered. So you're going to be on a real life roller coaster. With a Mario cap on, who which has, is going to have a screen that's dropping off of that, I'm guessing. Uh-huh. And while you're on this roller coaster, they don't have to, you know, back in the day, you'd have a roller coaster and you have different things that pop out and do things, blah, blah, mm-hmm. like a horror roller coaster. This will have that in your screen, but it'll be like involved in the reality. That's, so, yeah, part of pride. Yep.
0: So think of like what your phone does with Pokemon Go. Yes. Um, the same, same concept, except it's going to be a lot better because it's, they're going to pour a lot of money, I'm sure, into these headsets. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be mm-hmm. um, really neat. Now, uh, Bloom, Bloomberg got an early look at the Super Nintendo World, including the Mario Kart ride, and noted the park is set to be further expanded with a Donkey Kong themed area. Uh, nice. He said, "They say here the cars do have steering wheels, and multiple vehicles can race alongside each other, but it sounds what? like, but it sounds like the ride itself is on rails." It's not Hmm. guaranteed that you will win the race, and there's an element of throwing power ups from item boxes. And the experience will be different each time you ride, according to the Universal Studios Japan. That sounds Uh, fun. The opening of the Super Nintendo World will be closely watched as a model for the theme park industry, which has obviously been hit with with COVID, uh, with Mm -hmm. everything with COVID restrictions. Yeah, so uh, I got a. They're cutting edge. Yeah, yeah, I've got a I've got a video here, um, of their grand opening video that they threw out there. So I just mm-hmm. wanted to look at it. It's got some some uh, video of the park. At first, okay. I thought it was. At first, I thought it was like just graphic generated, but I think it's the real park. Um, okay. So let's check that out, and then we can just kind of talk about what Japan is doing and how this may affect uh, America. All right. Okay. You guys let me know when you're set up and ready to go, and we'll get started here. We're ready. All right. Three, two, one. Oh, yeah, so at first, you know, I was thinking, dang, that looks like it's uh, graphics, right? Do you guys Look agree it, in the beginning of the of the park, it looks like yeah, yeah, the you yeah, realize a yeah, yeah. real?
1: Yeah, I think it might be some of both. I think they, they perfectly. Yeah, I think they perfectly had like a digital look, and then let you know, hey, this is real. You get know what I'm saying?
0: hmm mm-hmm. Yeah, I love the the way the Bowser's Castle looks and all that.
1: Yeah, that's cool. That's super cool.
0: I'm a little bit angry because I wanted to be in America.
2: Yeah, I know that. As like, we really synced up and we made a deal about it, we could go. But I'm so I'm so sad that it's so far away.
0: Yeah, but, but that would be that'd be worth just going to, right? I don't even <laughs> I don't even know, you know, I won't know what any of the characters are saying because it'll be in Japanese.
1: Oh, that's true, yeah. But
2: the uh, experience would be worth
0: it. Yeah, just to just to say you did a Mario Kart augmented reality. All you gotta do the whole time is go and you're. All right, what'd you guys
1: think? Uh, I'm my mind's blown. Yeah, uh, yeah. that was amazing.
2: I'm almost depressed now. that So.
0: So does America follow this trend? Does the US market uh, does the does the um, Universal Studios market in America follow this trend?
2: No. Once they see I it don't work? I don't think so either. Well maybe no, I could see, see
1: the US market doing like a a Marvel world before they do something like that.
2: Yeah. Um I could see them using the technology, trying to figure out how to use the technology mm-hmm, like that. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if they do a uh, Mario World, and if they did something or a Nintendo World, they wouldn't do a whole theme park for it. They would do a section in one of the existing. Well,
0: movies. that's yeah. that's that's what this is. It's just a section. It's right? just a section.
1: Maybe, yeah, yeah but it's it, a pretty big section. I mean, it's, it's like a whole. Like that's gonna be
2: one of their yeah main. Yeah, but like, I mean, they did that like, with like Jurassic Park. No, nah, well,
1: yeah, I get what you're saying. I just don't think they're gonna do it with video games here in America.
2: One? Okay, I think. So the one. In Universal, Jurassic Park is so small compared to, like, the Harry Potter world.
0: Well, I haven't, but, I, I haven't been since I did Harry Potter world.
2: Right, but it's just expanded because that's what people feed to right now. Yeah. Right. It's, so it's like there's so much more to do and more rides and everything in that area than there is the Jurassic one now. And so it's like I think that there may be a small Nintendo world if they even played with that.
1: You're right. Yeah. I could see little slices of that. Yeah. But not a whole big area.
2: It will not be as big as Japan since it's in the world. I can promise you that. Eh.
1: But I, I can see them, you know, doing that for other things. I could, I mean, I would see them do that for, even in the modern day, I'd see them do it for Star Wars because Star Wars is taking back off because of Mandalorian yeah, yeah. and stuff. I could see them do that. I but could see them do I, mean, I don't Marvel. know if Disney will work with
0: them on that, though. See, Disney owns all that. So I don't know if they'll yeah. work with Universal on that.
1: Right. I get that. But I'm saying, I could see them doing something down those r- routes more than I could see them doing uh, a Nintendo or video game theme. Yeah. You know what I mean?
0: Well, I think Disney's already redone some of their Star Wars stuff. So I think they're already going that route mm. with their with their theme
2: park. I will say, just talking about Universal Studios, I have to give them props. Because when I went out, I went out to Orlando with Natalie. She had a show out there she was doing for her work, and worked it out to where i was able to go to disney uh disney world Uh, we went to the what is it called magic kingdom Mm -hmm. that's like the most famous one right Mm -hmm. Um, and then we went to universal her dad's the one that took me to universal because he just wanted to go with me and ride the rides but i had to say i enjoy universal a lot more than i did disney Mm-hmm. Like, there's a magic to going to Disney. There's a magic to walking around and saying, I'm in Disney World and eating overpriced food and waiting in the godforsaken two hour line to go on a ride the last 30 seconds. Right. Stuff like that. But Universal is immersive. Like, when you stepped into Harry Potter's world there, it was crazy. Like, you felt like you were in it. Like,
1: yeah, see, that's what they're known for. That, completely that's...
2: surrounded. Like, mm-hmm. you stepped into a new world. There's nothing. You can't like look over the buildings and see a different, like they they've even done it to where their angles and stuff are so good that I can't be in Harry Potter you can't world. See the other roller and coasters the, and things. The Hulk roller coaster, yeah, right. because cool. that would throw the environment right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so and that that's what they're so good at. Like you walk into Diagon Alley and it it like looks like you walk through you know, a wall that's opening up. Basically, it's crazy. I mean, they're just like they're so good at at like feeding your imagination. Mm-hmm. So, um, whereas I'm not trashing Disney World because it's Disney
1: World, but um, but I just I, have to say, I get what I you're saying. If,
0: you you think with Universal yeah. there's hey, more there.
1: Yeah, I'm a hundred. I'm a hundred percent with you. I've never been like, oh man, I wish I could go down to Disney World. Never. I've definitely my whole life gone. Man, I'd like to go to Universal Studios. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so if but I think that, I think Disney's the say, kid
0: the kid place and Universal yeah, is the adult yeah, place. Yeah, or yeah, all all that to place. say
2: that. It, if Japan follows suits with their Universal, that's going to be one crazy cool place. Yeah, yeah. that would be cool. Yeah.
0: yeah, you may be right. I don't know that. But Mario is pretty darn popular, I'm just saying. If they're going to do it with yeah, any no, video you. I,
2: I hope with yeah. you too, but I just don't know. Yeah,
1: but I don't simple. think you're ever going to have Universal Studio just do the same exhibit in two places. They're going to do something yeah. different. Yeah. Oh. I'm saying 5% chance, and that's just being nice to you. Mm. We'll get something crazy mm-hmm. like. We'll I don't out. even care because I want to go to Japan with you guys, so I don't want them to build it here. We're gonna to go to yeah,
2: Japan.
1: There you go. And I want to go to all expense paid trip from the delirious dads. Yeah, we'll we're gonna go. To go. To
2: yeah, we'll vlog it.
1: Yeah, business expense. We're good. We'll
2: blog it. Video <laughs> vlog. All you can we'll, eat. All you can
0: eat. Business expense. I like that. We got to get yes.
2: as much sushi as we can while we're. Oh in Tokyo. my gosh,
1: I'm gonna die of sushi.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Teriyaki. Yes. Bachi. Stop oh, it. Oh, man. Damn, How many inside. years we put on this? Three years? Is that what we said? Within three years? I said 10
0: years, but Ryan wants three now that we're talking hibachi and sushi. And- <laughs> we better start
1: All selling. of it. I'm just, I'm just excited about about the travel. Sounds fun. I'll open yeah. up a little account and call it the Japan
2: Travel Fund. The
0: Japan yeah. Fund. There you go.
1: Yeah. Try to go find me. We're good.
2: And just, our, just us guys, our, I, our families have to realize they're going to have to hold it down for <laughs> a week. And,
0: and iPhone has the translator now, so no big deal, you just...
2: Hey, yeah. wh-
0: where is your sushi? I it say I Someone got through, Mister Roboto. It would be a fun trip. It is going to be a fun there trip, be. I should say.
1: There you go. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I want to hear.
0: Hey, you know what else I want to hear?
1: You want to hear the freebie farm?
0: Yeah, what's free this week or this
1: month? All kinds of things.
0: Come on down, freebie farm. All games are free, half off, and seventy percent off the price of free.
1: Games may include microtransactions, time gating, and in-game ads before, during, and after gameplay. No refunds will be permitted for child purchases. All right, we're here for the things that are free from the farm of freedom. Um, <laughs> <laughs> this is the. The place that uh, brings you joy and excitement when you can't afford to go to Japan, you get the freebie farm. Yeah, okay? freebies. Yeah. All uh, right, we've got a bunch on here. Some of the categories are just horrible, so just so you guys know, or the timing is real weird, and everything ends on November third, so you're not gonna. Why am I gonna, you know, even mm-hmm. bring those up? Or December third, or whatever, you know. So just so you guys know, that's where we're at. Okay. okay. Start starting off. We're on Metacritic. If you guys are new to the show, we we do this list based off the Metacritic site. They give us a free list, and they give us ratings from Metacritic and user ratings. And that's you know we read them, we find out what's interesting. We're gonna skip past 462 of these things and hit on the ones that caught my attention. Why my attention? Because I'm the one doing the segment. So let's listen up. Um, first one. I'm not even a, a you know simulation kind of guy. It's just not not really my thing. Some simulations kind of get me intrigued, but I've never gotten into them. Right, but they're real popular today. This one is called Mud Runner. Okay, um, this is a free for everybody. Meaning okay. it's just it, when it says free for everybody, it just means free. You don't have to be signed up for anything. It's not really free for everybody because it's a PC game. So if you don't have PC, it's not free for you. Sorry. Mm. Um, so the first one is called Mud Runner. This is from um, Sprint. I'm gonna make sure I'm spraying it right. Sprint. I think they pronounce it Sprint Tires. I don't know. It's S P R I N T I R E S. You know what I mean? So I don't think it's sprinters. It's dri- Sprint Tires. We're
0: driving like some some ATV or something out there.
1: Yeah. Well, this company, Sprint Tires, or this this name of the game, has made a bunch of games that are top tier simulations already. Okay. okay. This one specifically is called Mud Runners, which is exactly as Mr. Clint just said, um, mud running. You know, these guys are, you're rocking Jeeps, you're rocking Hummers, you're rocking all kinds of super ATV vehicles. And when I say that, you're not just out there playing in a race. That's not what we're talking about because this is a sim, right? Which means this is in-depth. Yes, you need to know when to switch to four-wheel drive low, four-wheel drive high, how much to turn your wheel a little bit as you're rock climbing over this boulder, uh, where in that dip you're going to go. So you don't get stuck, which tires you need for which terrain, right? Oh. Uh, what all that kind of stuff, just like a real simulator that are detailed. That's how this is, but for mud okay. and it's called, it's called mud runner, you know, which oh. makes sense. Yeah. It says uh sprint sprint tires. Mud runner is the ultimate version of the million seller indie hit Sprint Tires, which I guess was their first big one. Um, uh, like Sprint Tires before, uh, Mudrunner puts players back in the driver's seat and dares them to take charge of an incredible all-terrain vehicles venturing across extreme Siberian landscape uh, with only a map and compass as guides. Okay. Sounds kind of cool. kind of intrigued me when I was reading about it uh the graphics are decent they're definitely not crappy um and the little video that i watched on it it definitely gave you that vibe like you know like when you're watching the guys really do this in competitions mm-hmm. and things like that so it, i can tell they're going to kind of push your know-how on what you should or shouldn't be doing what that vehicle can or can't handle and so if you're not into mudding this is going to have a pretty big learning curve on it because it's a real simulator okay. you know just like race car simulators. It's not like just try playing a regular race car game. They're not the same. So if yeah. you guys don't understand the sim world, it's evolved a lot in the last five five years. you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is an in-depth mudding and uh, get, get, getting it in, in Siberia. You know and what I mean?
0: I don't know why that made this idea pop to my head, but Ryan
1: mm-hmm.
0: or Hunter, either one of you,
1: mm-hmm.
0: we need to go out and have one of y'all look. Through the online space and see what is the best online uh, fishing game that we can all get on and play together. And we need to have a fishing night. Oh
1: yeah, know. I already and told you it's fishing. it's fish it's it's Fishing Planet. Is, I already have it on is, Steam.
0: Is Fishing Planet the best though? Is that like it's TV? the best?
1: It's the best, most realistic sim. People say
0: okay, but it's online. You can play
1: and, yeah, it's online. Yep, and you can online. play with each other and stuff. Yep,
0: or we can go so on and, and play with other people.
1: Uh, it was pretty cheap. I don't know. I bought it like. A year and a half ago, and I want to say it was like nineteen bucks. wasn't okay. crazy. Yeah. It's it's good graphics. It's a it was a good game. I enjoyed yeah, have it. would be amazing. I was just kind think
0: of thinking like a good sim game that we can all three. But it is play it I is
1: more sim like. You know, if you guys are listening, it's a true sim fishing game. It's not like hey, we're gonna go play Strike by Bass Pro, right. which I like those games too. This is not that game.
2: Yeah, it's, it's, it's called different. Fishing Planet.
1: Yeah, Fishing Planet. Yep, it's free to play right now. That's Ooh, free. see.
0: There it is. There it okay. is. Steamy. Okay. Well, I'm glad I asked. Cuz sometimes it's good to it's good to play games that aren't so intense like a Call of Duty or Oh, actually, or
1: now that you say play. that it is free to play cuz there's a lot of things that you can purchase to upgrade and stuff in the game with real money. It's one of those uh, games.
2: Okay. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Okay. So, uh next on my list here is going to be called Let's see what was it. Cave Story. Okay. Uh, Cave Story, never heard of it before. It's got a great rating, 83 on Metacritic, 8.2 on user score. Which anything above eight on user is pretty rare to find. You hear me mm-hmm. say that all the time. If they are, I usually bring them up unless I read the game and go, "That sounds boring as heck." So <laughs> mm-hmm. um, this is an action action platform um, platformer, 2D. 2d why did they describe it that way action platformer platformer 2d 2d clearly that's a misprint but essentially um it says arguably the most well-known indie game of all time sorry guys i've never heard of it if i was a big if i was a big indie game guy i probably would have uh cave story features and it's actually called cave story plus so cave story features a completely original storyline wrapped with personality mystery, and hours of fast-paced fun. Cave Story is an action-adventure game from the critically acclaimed independent designer, I'm going to butcher this like I always do, Diasuku Amaya, or if you're a real fan, his name's Pixel. Okay. (laughs) Uh, Overflowing with unmatched charm and character, Cave Story takes you on a rare world where a curious race of innocent rabbit-like creatures called Mamigas Run Free. Mm.
0: Uh,
1: Every every review that I read down here on this thing was really good. So it's one of those, like, well, hey, I'm going to bring it up. I'll talk about it. I don't think it's my game, my kind of game. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But it's free right now, and it's one of the top – platform style games in its category. So if that's your jam, jump on Cave Runner Plus. And that's free on PC. I had some trouble reading just now because I realized I didn't have my glasses on. So <laughs> on to the next one. This one is not on PC. Those are the only two that were in the free for everybody category. Next was the category the humble choice. Okay. And uh trash. Just I don't even think I had pulled anything from that category. Let me double check.
0: I almost feel like we just need to throw that out because I feel like we'd never get anything from them anymore.
1: Yeah, I agree. Uh, yeah, nothing. They've got they've got you know 15 games listed on here, but it's just all junk, mm. or some games you know you know that you've kind of already heard about or nothing special. Okay, so we're gonna move past that one onto PlayStation Now. PlayStation Now had one uh, or two that jumped out to me. The first one is going to be called The Surge 2. You guys familiar with that one at all?
0: Uh, I've heard of that, yeah.
1: Surge 2. The Surge 2, yep. <laughs> uh, the only reason I debated not bringing this one up, it's 75 on Metacritic, 7.1 user score. The only reason I didn't bring it up is cuz of my own particular feelings towards non-multiplayer games. It's just not my jam. But this is a no online multiplayer at all, okay? It's a okay. role-playing action RPG. How do you have a role-playing action RPG that's not online? I don't understand, but this is that's what this is, okay? It says, uh, on the way to Jericho City, your plane is shot down by a mysterious storm and crash lands in the outskirts. You wake up weeks later in a derelict detention facility inside the city. Armor-clad soldiers enforce martial law, robots on a rampage, and a dark, expanding nanostorm looms over the cityscape. Sounds like a decent game. I mean, when I read it, I go, oh, that's the got The video decent. looks really good. Yes, it does, and I watch the video on it. And so I like the graphics. I like the setup of the game. I was just kind of like, well, dang, it seems like it's missing multiplayer to me. You know, that's just mm-hmm. that's me, though. I feel that way about a lot of games. But if you're a single-player, role-play game-type guy, I think this is down your alley, you know, because there's a lot of games like Final Fantasy that aren't multiplayer, right? Some of them are, some of them aren't. Some of the non-multiplayer ones are still like the top Final Fantasies that have ever been, right? Mm-hmm. So I know people still love them, and that's why I wanted to bring it up.
2: Okay. What is it, free?
1: It's it's free on PlayStation Now. Uh, next, I actually got really excited about because I used to play a game. And I'm trying to remember the name of it, but I think it was called... I think it was called the Derby. I think that's just, that was the whole name of the call of the game. Maybe Mm -hmm. Clint will remember. It was a demolition Derby type game and you just wreck each other basically and try to win. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, I think it was called the Derby and they made more than one back in the day on PlayStation. This one is called Wreckfest, which is a great name. I like the name right off the bat. Uh, It is not just a demolition Derby. It's also a racing type demolition Derby with no rules, full contact. Okay, Um, It's an arcade-style game. They say, break the rules, take full contact racing to the limit with Wreckfest. Expect epic crashes, um, neck-to-neck fights over the finish line, and brand new ways to metal the bend. That doesn't even make sense. Hold on. Brand new ways for metal to bend. (coughs) There you go. I read it wrong. Uh, These are the once-in-a-lifetime moments that can only be achieved in Wreckfest. The preview of the game, which very much looked cinematic, right? The Mm -hmm. video I watched on it, the graphics were great for the kind of game that it is. But it definitely emphasized the fact that the different wrecks and the different impacts and mattering on what you're hitting and how hard you're hitting causes a whole other kind of uh, scenario and damage. It's not Mm -hmm. kind of that... Oh, I you know, I hit you and then now you got that dent on your side. Now once you get this much damage, you got the same dents that show up every single time. This did not have that vibe. It had a very realistic demolition derby vibe to it. Okay. Video looks cool. Um cool. this is free if, if you got the PlayStation now set up. Um and it's got a eighty-two Metacritic seven on user score.
0: Yep. And that game that Ryan was referencing earlier on the PlayStation back in the day um was called Destruction Derby. Destruction
1: a- Derby. That is what it was called. Yeah,
0: yep. Destruction yep. Derby, and then Destruction Derby Two came out the next year. Looks like
1: mm-hmm.
0: but actually, Loved there's, it actually there's actually uh, Destruction Derby Arenas back in 2004 that came out for PS2. Oh really? Yep. Nice. Wow. PlayStation. PlayStation Two back in 2004. Man, that makes me feel old, guys. It is.
1: It is. We are old. That's why. Uh, <laughs> okay. Another one on here. I think I've talked about this game before. It's a game people like a lot. Uh, it was made available on November 3rd and will be available um, through to be announced, which actually reminds me of the very top one, Mud Runner. If you guys are listening to us live, you got to get it now. My bad. It's an Epic Games Store one. I mentioned it because the game still looked really good. Mm-hmm. It's Epic Games. I'm going to download it when I get done with the podcast tonight, but it's only available to December 2nd. So if you're listening non-live, you missed it. If you're listening live, hopefully you guys jumped on that. Like we always say, you don't have to play it right now. Just purchase it. It's free. Then you have it forever. Mm -hmm. Okay, uh, next on my list I said was Injustice. I'm going to pull it back up. You guys know what Injustice is? Mm -hmm. I think we've mentioned it before. Um, This is, you know, the Justice League. It's DC Legends. It's all of the villains, all of the um, supervillains and the superheroes you build your character here it's an action fighting 2D game okay it's got huge ratings 87% metacritic 760 reviews at 8.0 that's really good if you're into fighting games okay and you haven't checked it out it says allows you to equip every iconic character with unique and powerful gear earned throughout the game experience an unexpected uh uh unprecedented level of control over how your favorite character looks, how they fight, and how they develop across a huge variety of game modes. I like that. So you're not just clicking on some character who's preloaded with these abilities, like it used to be back in the day when you're playing, you know, Mortal Kombat or whatever. You're going to build your character the way you like it. They're going to fight the way. So this is almost would be like, uh, you know, UFC right when you build your character, even though these are pre-made characters. You're going to have attributes that you build, style fighting, uh, special abilities that you build. All of that is going to be unique to you. So you may be playing a character that another guy's playing, but your fight is different than that guy's fight abilities. Um, so I thought that was pretty interesting. It was a cool way for them to set up a game like this. Obviously, their fans like it, too. It's got really good ratings and reviews. So, and that's free. We're still talking about PlayStation now. Um, PlayStation Plus, trash. They didn't have anything on this one. And it kind of seems like it's been going that way for a couple months. Um, I mean, they've got a few. they got Just Cause 4, Rocket Arena, and Bug Snacks. I mean, come on. It seems like they could do better than that.
2: So Rocket Arena, I read about, I don't know if it's like doing good or not, but it's basically a battle royale, but just using rocket weapons.
0: Okay.
1: Rocket mm-hmm. Arena... Yeah, we. It seems like we saw a preview on that game. Maybe
0: is that the one where they Wild can get? Red. Is that the one where they can get out of the car?
1: No, I don't think that's the car one. Actually, the animation, the cover did make me think of that just now, but I'm not seeing any cars. This is the one we watched that looked a lot like um, Overwatch, very much Overwatch looking. We did watch a preview on this, and but all of the weapons, like like he said, are like Noob Tube style rocket type weapons. Uh, each character has a little bit different abilities, a little bit different weapons, things like that but everything is revolving around rockets. It's got a decent Metacritic score, but it's got a horrible user rating 4.4. 4, it's in the red. I don't recommend it. I think it's just kind of a, a cheap game, you know, no, right. not, not a lot of money into it.
2: Well, and those three games too, I thought they were free. They're not, they're just discounted. Oh really? Yeah. Which is kind of weird. Did they change that maybe on the games I mentioned? Yeah. The, when I just I'm on my PlayStation app because I was looking it up when you were talking about them, and if I go to download now underneath Just Cause 4, it says it's ten dollars.
0: Well, those are just—is that still the PlayStation? Oh, no, right? those are
1: no, those are under PlayStation Plus. Right. Yeah, just Cause 4, Rocket Arena, and Bug Snacks is under PlayStation Plus.
2: Right. That's what I'm under too. I have PlayStation Plus.
1: Oh really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's listed on here as if it should be free on Metacritic. That sucks. My off or something? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. okay, next on the list, though, which isn't worth mentioning again, it, and it's just like it's just like the humble bundle is uh, the Prime Gaming is nothing. There's nothing in there. We're not going to talk about it. It's just no. a complete waste. Which yeah. I guess you know, I get it. They're, you're just getting it without ever really paying for it because you already got Amazon Prime, and so who cares? But. After that like, we got
0: it, it does look like I just went to their website though for their PlayStation Plus games it is listed this just Cause for just cause 4 for Worms Rumble and Rocket Arena
1: as if you're going to get it when you sign up.
0: Mm. Mm-hmm. It says here if you just bagged yourself a PS5 though don't forget that Bugs Snacks is still available for free as part of the PlayStation Plus service through uh through until 4th of January 2021.
2: Hmm. yeah it's not it's still just it's nine ninety nine. I even made sure I was logged in too hmm. that's weird
0: wild. Th- this is from the place the pushquare.com hmm.
2: hmm weird uh
1: the next category I've got though for you guys is uh, Stadia or Stadia as Clint said earlier it's Stadia now but he still likes to make me confused <laughs> um it's Stadia Pro which you know was the one that you're paying for obviously um this one has Everspace. Uh, Everspace, when I first clicked on it, I thought, oh, what is this, just a rip-off of No Man's Sky? That's just what came, as soon as I read the name, that's what I thought about. And uh, not not so much. I mean, people still give it a good rating. It's a 79 Metacritic, 7.5 user rating. Everspace combines fast-paced combat with roguelike elements, great visuals, and captivating story. It takes you on a challenging journey through an ever-changing, beautifully crafted universe full of surprises. So so there's some of it there that's reminiscent of No Man's Sky. Um, shoot, crafts, uh, shoot, craft, and loot your way to victory while the odds are stacked against you. It says this is an action, um, simulation, action-adventure, space, open-world combat game.
0: Hmm.
1: Uh, it, it looks pretty good. The graphics look really good on it. <laughs> The ratings are pretty good on it, so if you've got Stadia, I think that's a that's probably a decent one they've added to their list. Um, Hitman 2, which we're seeing everywhere for free right now, so no big whoop for them. And then um, Into the Breach, which I think I did pull that one up. Let's see here. Yeah, uh, Into the Breach sounds fun. I'm into this kind of thing sometimes. I haven't played a game like this for a while. Uh, strategy. It's a strategy turn-based, uh, general tactics game. You're controlling powerful mechs um, from the future to defeat an alien threat. Each attempt to save the world uh, presents a new randomly generated challenge in its turn-based strategy game. Back in the day, I didn't like these kind of turn-based strategy games at all because once you've kind of played through enough scenarios, that's the game, right? Mm -hmm. And so they were good if you're playing against a real person, but if you're playing within the game, they were kind of predictable more and more of these uh turn-based strategy games have uh randomly generated terrain and scenarios and paths to take and these different things that cause it to be different every time you play Mm -hmm. so even these kind of smaller games like this is a little indie looking kind of game but it's supposed to just have hours and hours of gameplay that'll be different so i think that those are cool they're doing a lot with these now um so if you're into that kind of game check it out and that's the last for Stadia. There's not a bunch on there. Of course, these are just the new ones. They don't list all of them. It's just the right. newest released. Um, let's see here. Xbox with gold. Uh, you got Bleed Two. That looks like a decent game. Yeah, stack stacking. Um, that's a puzzle game. Uh, people like that game quite a bit. It's just that's just it's a simple kind of puzzle game. Um, it's free on there starting December 16th. And then Xbox Game Pass is really the next good category that we have on here. So the PlayStation <clears throat> Now and I think the Xbox Game Pass, which they should be the best because you got to pay for them. Um, okay, so a- Xbox Game Plat- game, Pass, game Pass has a couple uh, good ones. The first unique one that stood out to me is called River City Girls. It's kind of a Japanese anime-looking game.
0: Okay.
1: Um, River City Girls is not what I thought it would be until I clicked on it. It's an action beat 'em up 2D game. Okay? Oh, okay, kick butt, take names, pound punks in the all new installment of the classic co op beat 'em up series. River City Girls stars Kayoko and Musako, uh, two street tough high high schoolers who must fight their way through six regions of River City to rescue their kidnapped boyfriends. Series mainstays Kanui and Riki. Along with, uh, along the way, they'll utilize an arsenal of combos, counters, throws, and special attacks. I mean, this this game when I'm reading it, it makes me think of uh, that game we've talked about on here a bunch of times before. Um, oh, what was that called? We've talked about it. We've remembered the name. It where it's got the guys that would bust the soda machine. You get the soda out. You drink it. And there was that. There was a bigger guy, and each each person. You lift the cars kind of, and stuff. Yeah. Yes, yes, I love that I game.
0: Forget what the
1: name of it is, yeah. but yeah. Yeah, it's, and it was
2: Street Brawlers or something like that.
1: Yeah, it was a co-op game, right? And you played through, but it wasn't like it wasn't quite like a, like I loved the old Ninja Turtles too, but this was kind of amped up. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like there was more, there was a little more to it the was game. First
0: game that's, that had that freedom that to just go crazy.
2: crazy.
1: Yes, yes, uh, and that's how that's how this game sounds when when it's described. Not what I expected at all by the cover or the name of the game. Hey, that's so what we need, though, is a
0: good ninja, 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 ninja Turtles game.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, this one sounds fun. I don't know if it's co-op for more than two people, but it's at least co-op for a couple. Um, And it sounds like a cool game. And so it might, might be worth checking out if you got the Xbox Game Pass. Um, Halo 4 is free on there right now. That's a good game, obviously. Final Fantasy uh, thirteen Remastered is on there. Uh, Let's see. Planet Coaster... Uh, planet coaster console edition. We've talked about those before star Wars Jedi fallen order. We talked about that before, but it's a good one. So I want to make sure I mention it. Um, that's fallen order and the planet coaster are both only available. Um, or no, they're to be announced still. So it's good. A couple of these were going to be cut off soon. If I remember right, let me double check that. I didn't read one off to you. No, everything I named were still good till they say when it's going to be over. Um, let me see, Tetris Effects, we've talked about that before. Uh, this was a new one that I don't remember talking about. Uh, Celeste, do you guys remember talking about that one?
0: Mm-hmm, yep.
1: We did talk about it? Yep. Okay, well, I almost so, brought it up so. again. I, I will bring it up again. This is an action platformer 2D. Uh, it's very old nintendo e 16-bit style-looking game. Um, but it's got great ratings. So if I mentioned it before, oh well. This one's 88 Metacritic, 8.2 user rating. Uh, very short description on here. It says, help Madeline survive her journey to the top of Celeste Mountain in the super tight, handcrafted platformer from the creators of Towerfall. I uh, watched a little preview here. It definitely has old-school vibe, but it looks like a fun game, and it's supposed to be a pretty long game. People really enjoy the storyline is what the reviews are, and it's a very smooth-playing game. Okay, here we go. Deep Rock Galactic. Okay, it's a one to four player co-op, first person. It's got an eighty-five uh, Metacritic and an eight on the user rating. Uh, it's featuring bad a space dwarves, hundred percent destructible environments, and uh, procedurally generated caves.
0: Hmm, okay.
1: uh, so basically, I guess they're gonna they're gonna generate based off of how you're playing. is what so, that sounds like so to it's me. So
0: Diablo with dwarves.
1: Okay. Okay. Um, endless hordes of alien monsters. That's you know that's what you're gonna be ripping through. Uh, sounds like a fun game. Yeah. Up to four players co-op. That sounds fun. Action shooter, first person. Um,
0: I usually like all thing dwarves. You know.
1: So. Yeah, I mean, it just sounded interesting. It's got a great rating, and it's if you've got uh, you know the the Game Pass, then you've got it already. You might as well jump on there and get after it. Let's see. Think
2: Hunter uh, died. No, I'm sorry. I was still trying to figure out this this PlayStation Plus thing. I'm yeah, I, I'm, I'm confused gotta, by it too. I gotta figure it out. I had to log in on my app. It kept taking me to the website for some reason. Uh, okay. And so when I did it the on my app, updated? It, it lets me get it for free. Okay.
1: I got a couple left. This one, I have no clue what this game is. I know it's got a good rating. I read it. I'm going to read it to you guys. You guys are going to have a guess that's just as good as mine. But, um... It just sounds very different, you know. Some of the different games are, are awesome, some of them are horrible to me, but it, it's got a great rating. 78 Metacritic, 8.0 on the user. And this is called Earthshade. East Shade. I don't know why I said Earthshade. East Shade. Okay. Here's the description. Uh, you are a traveling painter. I already was confused as soon as I got there. I reread it three times. A painter? What are we talking about? <laughs> uh, it's exploring the island of East Shade. Capture the world on canvas using your artistic easel. Talk to the inhabitants to learn about their lives, make friends, and help those in need. Visit cities, scale summits, unearth mysteries, and discover forgotten places. I don't know how you play this game. I I, I read that. I've got no clue. It's very different sounding. You know, it's interesting. Um, And on this specific game, there was no preview. I haven't looked up pictures or anything. All I know is the freaking people love it. Really good reviews. A lot of long written reviews of people just raving about it. And,
2: and it's what's on name the name same time? What would you say? It's on Xbox?
1: Yeah, this is on the Xbox uh, Game Pass, if I remember right. Let me double check. And what no, was the name no, this shows on PC. Let me double check what it was free on. It probably still is the Xbox Game Pass, but it was just PC. Yeah, it is. It's uh, PC and Xbox One. It's going to be my last one. I'm going to read to you guys here. What was
0: the name on that one? East
1: Shade. East Shade.
0: East East Shade.
1: Yeah. E-A-S-T-S-H-A-D-E. And then coming soon on there, we've got Control. We've talked about that game a bunch. Doom Eternal. Dragon Quest. Echoes of Elusive Age. Starbound. Some of these we'll talk about maybe as they come out in the next uh, freebie farm but I had one more that jumped out to me as an interesting looking little game and it was called nights on bikes.
0: Nights
1: on bikes. I like that. Nights on bikes. Yep. Nights on bikes. It's 90. It's a 79 Metacritic or Metascore. They call it. And then a 7.3 user score. Not a lot of reviewers. So take that with a, you know, grain of sand, sand or salt or whatever they call it. Um, nights on bikes is a hand-painted, and I love the art on it. It kind of makes me think of, um, remember that show Blue? Mm -hmm. Imaginary Friends or whatever it's called? Mm -hmm. You know what I'm talking about? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's how the art looks on this game. So it's kind of unique, Mm -hmm. kind of um, papery art. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. In a way? Yeah. Okay, so Nights on Bikes is a hand-painted action adventure for one or two players. Set in a British island in the 1980s, it's a coming-of-age story starring Nessa and Demisa, exploring the coast of Penferza, Penferzi on their trusty bikes, looking for a legendary lost treasure in a Goonies-inspired tale of excitement, danger, fun, and friendship. Just looks like a cool game. It just, it's an interesting-looking little game. Um, and it, Some of these games are kind of surprising me that they're on the Xbox Game Pass because they don't seem like xbox games you know what i mean mm. but uh so they've got a pretty good variety on that. that
0: pc connection i guess to it now
1: yeah and that that one is just on pc so it makes sense they're licensing some on just pc now mm-hmm. and and that's what they've got going um no no that one's just it says it's coming to xbox one too so hmm.
0: um
1: that'll be there soon i guess
0: i did look up E shade like some gameplay while you're talking about that yeah what's it all about it looks it looks like you just go around and you're taking like you take a frame picture of an environment and then it paints it on your little canvas and then you carry it back to town and and show it off and sell it to
2: it looks like there's quests you can do too and stuff though yeah like but there's it, actually but, some gameplay involved with it just other than that drawing i think because it saying i was reading a uh, comment on there that this guy actually ran into a bug or wasn't saving his progress, and he did like an hour's worth of mm. but it
0: doesn't,
1: that actually got
0: it doesn't look like it's like high, like it doesn't look like there's actual combat from what I looked at.
1: Uh, I don't think. Well, i like it in the description. Got punched by an NPC.
0: Oh well. Well,
1: so what I'm um, sitting here wondering is, like, how did they? Re- be- how they make how are they making that playable and interesting? It's got a great rating, right? Even yeah. by users. Mm-hmm. Oh, so there's, thumbs up. From what yeah, I've read, people just say going on
0: there. people say the environment is is amazing in the game. Mm. Like it's very colorful and
1: we're seeing more and more of that. Almost like the environment is telling stories and there's a lot of art into it and people mm-hmm. are appreciating just that about games, which is unique. It's you know,
2: free
1: on PC. Uh, that one's free on PC if you have uh, Game Pass, Xbox Game Pass. Oh, okay, I gotcha. Yeah. There's some uh, games coming in this next month that'll that'll jump back on the list. But, yeah, for, for me right now, I didn't see anything else that jumped out to me that was real exciting. Yeah. I think I only, only mentioned a couple games that if you're listening on Friday they are not available. I made sure I kept, you know, mainly on track mm-hmm. um, for games that are available even if you're listening on Friday. Some of them do end shortly after. There are some that are like the 7th. So get in there and get it while you can.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, I think for December, you know, obviously there's nothing huge, but it's probably because it's holiday season. Mm-hmm. So you mm-hmm. got new releases and and all that going on. So that's good though. Some interesting titles, especially if you're yeah, stuck at stuck at the house uh, or going into Christmas break with the kiddos. Whatever. There's some games on that, that list. list.
1: Every month that goes on, and I see that Xbox Game Pass list, I've not once been disappointed. Definitely, more and more, I go, hmm,
0: that yeah, may be worth. Right.
1: Yeah, definitely. If you pay, if you pay it all at once, right? Like if you pay the year, boop, and then you don't have to think about it. That's going to be a lot of. You good get a game. discount get too, right? That. On that. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
0: Well, thanks for bringing that freebie news, Ryan. Oh yeah. Hopefully, some of our listeners can go check out some of those games. I already uh, snagged the uh, Mud Runner. Nice. Oh, we can play that sometime if we want. Mm-hmm. Well, guys,
2: Is it if, multiplayer? Huh?
0: Is it multiplayer? Uh, I'm not sure. I didn't check. I just grabbed it. I didn't either. Even as a simulation, it'd still be pretty fun just to sit and mm-hmm. play. Jack around with. Yeah. yeah. So sit on the stream and just let people watch me uh, screw up mudding. hmm <laughs> <laughs> Well, guys, if you enjoyed tonight's podcast, you can go support us over at our Patreon page. Uh, you can go over there and check that out, look at all the options if you want to financially support the show. Um, if not, uh, all we ask is that you go out and spread the word, let your friends mm-hmm. uh, let your friends know or people that you think might be interested, share it, talk about it. Um, get the word out. We are gonna after the first of this uh, we get through the holidays, I am gonna make a concerted effort uh, in the year 2021 to start uh, really focusing in on getting us some merchandise. So, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, get you guys some Delirious Dads t-shirts and things like that um, that encompass gaming. And we'll probably sit down with Hunter and Ryan and get some some design ideas and and really start pushing some different things uh, in that direction. Just to give uh, all you listeners out there an identity uh, in what we're doing, you know, Mm -hmm. Um, I think sometimes that's that's the fun part about being a part of a community. So. Um, uh, we've met some really cool people so far gaming, gaming with people. So if you ever want to game with us, uh, hit us up on our Facebook page or you can check out our, uh, just send us a message. We've got a discord channel for Delirious dad's gaming. Uh, we're mm-hmm. going to start pushing to get that more, uh, full as well.
1: Yeah. Yep. We're excited for what's coming after this, uh, holiday season and the growth we're going to have. And, uh, hopefully this virus COVID stuff slows down. And we get to start getting back to events and the things that we planned this last year that got canceled.
0: Yeah, for sure. Well, Hunter, is there anything else you want to say before we sign out, brother?
1: I don't
2: think so, man. Um, thanks for hanging out with us so late. And, uh, yeah, it's just craziness right now. <laughs> <laughs> it,
0: it always uh, always is around holidays and then you add COVID into the mix and uh, you have the year 2020. So there you go. Yep,
1: that's right. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, stay delirious.
2: Stay daddy.
0: And stay gaming. This has been a Delirious Dads production. For more information about the show, visit our website at www.deliriousdadsgaming.com. You can also find us on facebook.com deliriousdadsgaming, twitch.tv, and YouTube. Make sure you like and share our pages to help us grow the channel. You can listen to the podcast on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and Spotify. Please leave a rating and review if you enjoy the show. Thank you again for listening, and we hope to see you next time.